0: Oh, my god, his ass now. You have to be fast in the truck. I hate that guy. race can change the rest of your life. Those absolute clowns at 15bmx.com. Go on, do my best, and whatever happens, then it's good. My bottle got stretched a little bit. And I got a tight little butt.
1: Look, I'm about to light this shit up. <laughs>
0: coffee chatter live where are you guys at oh canada coming out of the answer tent right now Dog, millionaire. let's make some noise sorry night hog show 225 grand's recap baby boy james we have a lot to get into
1: ton ton of stuff it's a classic grand's recap show there's just so much excitement so much fun that goes down and um what a weekend that was! That was fantastic. Great grants. did not disappoint this year. That's for sure.
0: Dude, I feel like it went by super quick this year.
1: That's because we were only there two days.
0: <laughs> no, three. Thursday, three. Well, days. I was there Thursday, Friday,
1: Saturday. Yeah. Oh yeah, you were there three. I was there too. I was there Thursday, Friday. It did though. I mean, when you miss practice day, I feel like you miss the pre hype. I feel like that's a huge part of things. So racing mm-hmm. days go by so quick and all that that we just, uh, yeah, it does. It goes by too quickly when you when you're there like that.
0: It goes by quick, but man, the racing was awesome. We're gonna talk about Mister Six Time, Miss Eleven Time. Talk oh, to two goats.
1: Unbelievable, honestly. Yeah, so uh, a lot of exciting things to talk about. Some cool stories um, all around. So some funny stories as well. So yeah, it will be good.
0: Before we get into it, Progate Europe winning starts with a great gate. Jarrod we're gonna start. Call, we're just gonna start calling him Mister Six Time. Uh, he knows winning starts with the great gate in Pro Progate Europe.
1: Unbelievable how how good that guy is. We'll get to all of it. But I mean, like the guy just knows how to start. He's been practicing on progative Europe since who knows how long at this point, And he's been clearly making it happen. How many times? Six times. Mr. Six time. There's a reason he wins. I know wh- <laughs> at
0: one point we were, we were watching the night show in the stands and Jay smooth came by and he was standing there. And I think it was after the second main or something. And Jeremy's like, how do you beat that point? Joris. And yeah. then before we answer, he was like, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's so true though. I mean, the guy
1: is just flawless. I mean, it starts consistent as hell. It's like, I mean, I just don't. I don't even see how you beat it either. Right now, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, we're gonna get into it in a bit and talk about all the race action. I um, want to say thanks to everyone that came out to our third annual live show. Third so annual we had a live show. Third annual live show. We had it at the Answer escort Claiborne, Rig. Get yours today. You know, when we started the show in 2019, James, it was a dream of ours to do live show at like a big race. And we did our third one and we're obviously we're going to do our fourth next year. Um, but yeah, it was a blast. Thanks to um, Jeremy Rencarell and Jack Davis for coming on the show. It's good fun to chat to them and all the people that came out and uh, watched the live show. We did some fun giveaways and did some interaction with, uh, with the audience. It was the, yeah, it was a good time.
1: Dude, so good. Third annual, which is crazy. The fact that we did it our first time was already kind of nuts um so the fact that we've just been keeping it going now and i think it's going to be a yearly thing and i mm-hmm. mean i think i will i'll be honest we talked about it, like i think this year wasn't we didn't hype it up as much going into it i I don't think personally mm-hmm. i mean we mentioned it in a couple of shows but i've been really busy the past year like especially this last few months i know you have as well so i feel like it didn't get you know the most hype that it ever or that it could or that it has in the past and we still had people come out to it which was really cool um there are definitely some things we need to improve on. Like anybody and doing anything, you, you find ways to improve. Our audio was horrific. It just it is what it is. That was <laughs> that was not an audio, audio was tough. The audio was tough. The
0: speaker the speaker wasn't great. We're we're gonna upgrade the speaker next year.
1: Yeah, we've already. Oh, what is my computer doing? Oh boy, my computer is restarting right now.
0: It just says <laughs> Coffee Chatter is the host now. We're not live anymore.
1: No, we're not live. I don't want to swear on here right now because we're still recording. So we're just going to keep going with the podcast and I'll get it back up when I can. Um, it's kind of weird now talking to nobody. Anyways, it is what it is. We'll, we'll get there. Um, yeah. I mean, the audio was crap. It was just, we, Max is awesome. They lent us a speaker, but we had some issues with the sound and it was just, it was horrific. The sound was horrific. We were going to yeah. post it on, no. on the page and we just, we couldn't without, with the audio quality.
0: Yeah, it it wasn't USA BMX's fault. Thanks for yeah letting us the speaker. Obviously, it was just kind of like the, the setup where our mics were, and that it was a bit scratchy and just didn't work as well as the past two years. So, like I think the quality when we did the last two years was much better than this year. So that's why we didn't post it. Also, there's a shit ton of background noise, and it just wasn't the best audio. So that's why we didn't decide not to post it as a show. Next year, we'll we'll probably get a speaker and bring our own speaker just to make sure that. Um, we had good sound quality for the people there that come to the live show and it's yeah, kind of better, just better quality production overall. Because at this point we need to, we need to put out a good product.
1: We can't be, I know we're janky, but we can't be that <laughs> janky. You know, it's like, it's one of those things we we're improving our jankiness. It just somehow comes to find us every now and again. So, um, that's all right though. It is what it is. I mean, I think people were still happy to come out. We had some, um, some new fans, some new faces out at the live show, which is awesome. We had a couple of regulars and I say regulars because, Um, they've been at our shows They, you know, they comment message all the time. So that was really fun. And yeah, I mean, it was pretty sick. That answer gave us a couple of goodies to give away kind of last minute too. another thing. We didn't really hype up, uh, cause we kind of got them last minute. So that was really cool of them to give some stuff out. And, uh, yeah, next year we got to go bigger and better is what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah. Bigger and better. We've done three of these. We're getting the hang of it. I think this year for some reason, we didn't po- post about it as much. I think it just kind of crept up on us somehow. I don't know. I think we're both just super busy. Like me with coaching and you, you with work and everything. And it's just like, yeah, we didn't promote it as much as we had in the past. And I think next year we'll we'll certainly do a bigger and better production. It'll be it'll be awesome.
1: Wait, you know you can only go up. You can only if you go down, you gotta come right back up, right?
0: Well, I gotta say it started out a little tough. I brought my, you brought the setup to Tulsa. You have the mixer. You have <laughs> the mics. We needed three mics because obviously it's us two. We ended up having Jeremy and Jack on the show, but we had a mic for a third guest. Yeah. So I bring my mic. I bring my mic stand. It's like pretty heavy too. So I brought it in my carry on. It's not a great thing to travel with. It's a bit awkward. Yeah. Fucking forgot it at the hotel. We're setting up the show. Maybe what twenty minutes to go before the show. I realized I forgot my mic, and my stomach just drops because then <laughs> I gotta tell you, I need. Worst. <laughs> the worst part is having to tell you that I that I forgot my mic
1: i feel like i love the same feeling
0: worst part i love that this i just feel like i let my friend and the team down that's what i felt (laughs) like i didn't feel good about it uh luckily usapmx gave us a third mic so we were we were fine but felt really dumb the fact that i brought it all the way to tulsa didn't bring it it's like the feeling you get as a kid when dude, i used to get this feeling if i went to a hockey game and like forgot my skates or something and i had to tell my dad oh my god just my stomach just drops absolute worst
1: feeling. feeling dude it's like yeah I had the same thing when you go to the track for or like a tuesday night racing or something and you forget mm-hmm. your clip shoes at home and it's like you, the drive out there in the traffic your parents coming home from work they're rushing out there mm-hmm. you're, they're making dinner for you, you're eating in the car it's like for me it was at the time it was probably like a 45 minute drive to get to the track and i forgot my clip shoes best believe i was getting a serious like talking to after that
0: when i was not happy that all night oh yeah it's just a terrible feeling isn't it but yeah. We rallied and yeah, we had some fun with the guests. It was a good time on the live show. So, like I said, thanks for thanks for all the chatties for coming. We we have some very loyal listeners.
1: We do. Um, I I'm glad our people are loyal because the jankiness we're experiencing right now, where my computer just decided to restart, dude, it's do fine.
0: I'm, I'm I'm on Facebook. It's fine. It's
1: still on Facebook.
0: Yeah, it's fine. It's no it's, way. The volume's fine and it's yeah.
1: Man, I love watching. You know, now. some sometimes good things do happen to good people. Sorry.
0: I, I will say we're. This is the first time. This is the first show we're streaming live on Facebook. We usually stream live on YouTube, and yeah, it's fine. It's um. Love to hear it. Yeah, there's captions auto generating, so I, I think this is this is much better than YouTube.
1: Hell so, yeah, this might be the new thing.
0: Hundred percent, it's a new thing. We're yeah. not going back to YouTube. I think Facebook is the way to go.
1: <laughs> we're here to stay, Facebook. We're here to stay.
0: We also want to say thanks to all the people, like when we were walking through the Expo Center, that would just yell coffee chatter when we walked by. Happened just countless times. Fantastic. Um, We also met a gentleman that came up to us and said, you guys have to go visit Davenport, Iowa. Yes. (laughs) We also met a gentleman that was adamant we need to do Florida State Series recaps, which, I mean, it's just flat out not going to happen considering we don't watch the series and know (laughs) what's going on. (laughs) It's a big series, but it's just not our, it's not our series. It's, it we appreciate just, the suggestions, yeah. but it's not going to happen. But regardless, yeah, that was yeah. good fun talking to people that listen to the show. Met, met a great family from upstate New York that listens to the show on road trips.
1: Love it. dude. We got yeah. a whole variety of people listening from different places at different times. I think it's awesome. I love that. And the fact that people just yell it out walking by is uh it's a good feeling. Cause I mean, we, we enjoy doing this. Sometimes you forget who listens or how many people listens. And the fact that they'll just like yell it out. It's just like, Hey, people do listen. That's cool.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. Um, in other news and in, in racing, before we get into things, just want to talk about how proud I am of the riders that I, that I coach and work with. Obviously some left super excited with how they did at the grands, and some left just dis, left disappointed. And that's just sport. You always get a mixed bag. It can be cruel at times. It can treat you well at times. Um, I want to give a shout out to Brady Mischke winning 12 X and Landon Donnelly finishing fourth Been working on those two guys a while and fantastic results. Really happy for them. Um, Rylan Hester from Memphis. Memphis, started so working with him a year ago. He won his grand semi in 14 cruiser and made his first ever main at the grands. Incredible, um, yeah, incredible goal ticked off. Eli Staten won many of his laps in 13X, and unfortunately, went down in the main, which was too bad. Um, Lucasau finished fifth in, in 15X, and Alicia Mitchell getting third in 36 to 40 cruiser. Those are some of the highlights um of the weekend. Great results, big race. Definitely one of the like you could compare this one in to the world's in difficulty. I feel like as an amateur if you can perform at this one you can perform anywhere. It's a pressure cooker.
1: Dude, 100% you can, which is really cool. I mean, um it feels like sometimes younger guys they don't have as, as many of the the massive races as the pros do sometimes. So this is one of those mm-hmm. ones that's massive for them.
0: Yeah. So I'm really proud of all my riders that were there. These are some of the highlights and some of the riders went home disappointed, but they all raced hard and prepared the best they could and that's sport. We don't always uh we don't always have the fairy tale ending we want.
1: It's true. It's not, but it's, you know, that's, that is kind of like, it's crazy in sport. You really don't, you guys, when the higher level, the higher, the level you race or compete at the less wins, it feels like you have, unless you're, I mean, sorry, unless you're at least for like you're one of the, the very yeah. top at the top, but it's like, it's kind of how you bounce back from all those races that you maybe don't perform at because that's where you find the enjoyment of like, okay, learning how to improve. Let's see if we can make the next one better. And it doesn't matter how good or bad you are to be able to find those spots to improve and then bounce back and still enjoy the process
0: sport is such an incredible way for kids. And, and you're really athletes of any age to learn life lessons. Like I was talking to some of the parents of riders that I work with that didn't have the best weekends. And like, honestly, it's good at a young age to go through, go through disappointment, even though it's really hard to deal with and sport can be cruel. It's good to learn that, um, setbacks happen. You learn from it, you improve, and hopefully next time you're better prepared and, and you can do better, but Sometimes you do everything you can and stuff just doesn't work out and that's life.
1: It, yeah, it's I so I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, people always told me, or even older too, people always said, you know, it's so good to put kids in sports, so good, you know, you learn so many life lessons, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But as a kid, you're like, you have no idea what those life lessons are. You, you get do, you don't you really know. know what
0: that means. Yeah. <laughs> no, like totally. you're
1: doing it you're like, what do they mean? Learn lessons. I'm just playing I'm out here on the soccer soccer field playing soccer with my buddies. I'm out on the BMX track, just, you know, racing. Like, what am I learning? And then you realize once you get older, like now that I've stepped away from it, like learning how to go through something like I'm just going through processes, trying to get hired kind of thing. And I've seen these and my other friends like trying to go through these processes, something doesn't work out. They don't get through. And it's like, they're like obviously disappointed like any of us are. But then I kind of see it as like, well, that's just like losing a race. I mean, you just learn how to adapt, overcome and find like something Mm -hmm. new to learn or uh, something to do differently and see if you can improve it for the next time. And then it doesn't become that big of an issue. Like, yeah, you're bummed about it for a bit, but it's all right. Back to the drawing board. Like let's find the enjoyment of what we were doing before. And let's keep improving, to make the next one better. And it's like, it's crazy how well that transfers from an athlete's life to now, like, uh, I'll call it like, yeah, just professional life or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's in BMX specifically, think about it. You can have a great start, do everything right. And someone could, slip a pedal beside you and clean you out and you could crash. And the same thing can happen in life. Like metaphorically, you could do everything right in a situation and something beyond your control happens. And it just, whatever reason something doesn't work out. And it's like, well, you know, you kind of got to deal with it as it comes and figure out ways to keep moving forward. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's not an easy thing to, pe- for people to deal with that They haven't, I think experienced sport. Another way thing is, is uh, performing under pressure, like so many jobs and so many, yes different areas in life require you to be calm and cool under pressure. And it's, I mean, what better way to teach a kid that than sport?
1: It's honestly, it's, yeah, it's crazy how, like, how well you can, um, how well you can improve on that side of things to help you in the future. Like the amount of reps you get as an athlete in these, trying to, trying to perform under pressure. as like now, um, you're not going to get those reps when you get older. I feel like when you get put into those, those real life situations, trying to get a job. So it's like, you got to take all the time, the opportunities you can now. So when you get to that point, you already have, uh, like a plethora of tools under your, in your tool chest, basically that you can use, you know?
0: Yeah. And I always think it's so cool how well athletes deal with pressure. Like you see it like in the USA BMX series, for instance, whether it's amateur or pro, you put yourself in a position to win the overall title and you get to the grands, and it comes down to one gate, one lap, whatever. And you see, you see like the top riders, they'll just be talking with their coach or whoever beforehand, like going through their routine and just acting like business as usual when there's so much on the line. Yeah. And a lot of people can't, can't do that in life.
1: Yeah, no, they can't. I mean, cause they haven't gone through it. Right. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty cool to see like uh, the different riders that do handle the pressure well, right? Like even watching the amateur, like we don't, we don't watch a whole ton of, I mean, I guess you do because you're riders, you watch more amateur racing than I do, but I don't watch a whole ton until let's say the worlds or the grands or stuff like that. And, um, to see some of the people that some of the riders that do come through in the big moments, like they just, it's crazy how confident they look and how like, it's just a regular thing for them. It is, even though they're still so young, I think it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Like a, like a regular passerby will just look at them and be like, they don't look like they're about to race the biggest race of their life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. You
0: know, they're just talking business as usual or same thing. Like with, I mean, with guys in the military or whatever, like they'll be in life or death situations and they're just going out business as usual. It's like, that's what they're trained to do.
1: Yeah. It's nuts. Honestly, it really is nuts. So.
0: Um, we had some confirmation in the chat, Ashley Turner. The audio doesn't sound bad. Fantastic. We're just, we're happy. To hear that.
1: <laughs> I'm still, so anyone that <laughs> you, nobody can see me behind the scenes. I am doing so many things right now. <laughs> I'm on my phone <laughs> switching the host, trying to get my computer back going while we do this show. Uh, it's just like cr- r- ridiculous right now. So I'm glad everything's going well because on my end, it's really not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get into some get into some racing. Let's talk about the track. Uh, I thought it worked very well. Um, long, lots of passing everywhere. Oh, lots of passing second straight, third straight last turn. We'll get to some of the action there last straight. There were some good passes. I think one of the best grants tracks in recent history that I can remember. I would, in, in I would say it's my that, best in terms of that
1: dude, hundred percent. I think it's my, it's the favorite grants track I've ever watched. Like, I think it's the best one they've had in a long time. The first straightaway, fantastic, super long, mm-hmm. just tricky enough first jump, but also wide open. It seemed like a great first turn for people like, being able to go low. Um, so I thought that was fantastic. I thought the pro set was just tricky enough to be good. Um, it the amateur riders, it seemed like it wasn't faster. So there a lot of them I don't think were taking it. Um, but that's not like that's nothing. the The rhythm section super super long, which was awesome. I mean, techie rollers at the end that seemed that maybe not technical, but uh, a little weird. And then a last turn that was set up for for blasts to happen, which you just absolutely love. I mean, it was set up to go wide and carve it, but it just leaves that inside wide open. And with a long rhythm section, it just gives people the opportunity to to gain that little bit of ground and dive in on them. I mean, dude, it was awesome. Really good.
0: I loved the second straight from a spectator point of view, especially for like the 15, 16, 17-year-old amateurs who could do the pro set fast. I think it's so exciting to see like a couple dudes go in the pro section, a couple guys go through the amp section, and then you're like, oh, who's going to come out ahead? I think it's awesome. I love it.
1: Yeah, really cool. I got i I'm putting this as my top grand track ever at the for me.
0: The uh, the rollers at the end of the rhythm section before the step step double were pretty deep too. Like they compared were compared to rhythm sections in the past. Yeah, they weren't easy for a lot of riders to manual.
1: We saw a couple people absolutely weed themselves. Oh, in there. oh man. boy!
0: It was the Austral- I think she was an Australian. Elite woman. Can't remember the name off the top of my head. She crashed so hard. Like first, second round on Thursday. Okay, when we were s- yeah, when the we should, yeah. Them. Oh, oh man, that was gnarly. That was so so gnarly.
1: That hurt to those hurt. You don't that's like we're saying it, that's something you just absolutely do not miss once you
0: retire. Oh, <laughs> oh, there's God. no way I'm getting up from that now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, unreal.
0: Um what do you want to get into first racing?
1: Um, well, let's I say we talk about the random stuff. Let's let's talk about the random stuff before the pros. What do you think?
0: All right, yeah, go for it.
1: Um so we got a few random things. So okay. I saw a lot of this I only saw today, but some of them I was catching up on racing. Um, I saw Brooke almost didn't get allowed to race. So Brooke reclassified. Oh, I
0: forgot to add. Yeah. Okay.
1: Brooke it's reclassified it's so- to 20. Is it 21 to 30 uh, female?
0: I believe it is. That's the classroom. 21, right? 21 28, 21 30. Something like 30,
1: 20, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She reclassified. I, so I didn't see the whole thing. I saw her post about it. I saw Nick write a post about it. And basically, like they were, they almost like, to reclassify, I guess you need to be out of the sport for two years and then have like people write a letter to say you're allowed to go in the class. I think that's really weird. Or that it's like you need to be out of the pro class for more than a certain amount of years. So
0: say, it, what's the rule? Do you mind saying it again for a sec?
1: I need, I should probably find it before I talk about it, but I'm, just in, I'm going to talk out my ass a little bit. I think it is, you have to be out of the sport for, or out of pro class for two years. And then you still need, I think, three women in the class, at least to petition that it's okay for you to join the class or something like that. Seems kind of crazy to me. The fa- And then, or if it's like, if, think- if you're out of the, the class for like three or five years, one of the two, I can't remember, probably five, then you can just reclass no matter what, I think.
0: It's five years?
1: I don't know for a fact. It's something like three or five. It was three or five.
0: So yeah, I'm not positive on the rules either. I know it's something like that. I think the fact that you need signatures from the class is absolutely absurd. You're asking people to sign something that's really conflicting with their interest.
1: Crazy, isn't it? Yeah.
0: It's insane. I think it's like, Two years, I think, is a fair like if you're an Olympian, it's like you, you shouldn't. You Here's the thing. The rule is there for a reason. And I agree yeah. with having a rule because it's like you shouldn't just go to the Olympics one day. The next day race amateur. It's like, well, that's kinda, yeah. it's kind of not fair. So I think having a rule is good. I think two years is is more than fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the signature thing is is just it's just it's ridiculous, I think. Um, because like asking the competitors, like you're asking them to, to think outside their personal interests, which a lot of people just don't do.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some people are saying in the, in the chat here, which dude, I'm loving this Facebook chat, people chiming in and letting us know it's right way away. Better. Yeah. We're
0: never going back. To, we're never going back to the tube.
1: Yeah. So it's like, Sally says it's 10 months and th- uh, and three signatures or five years. And then Monty says, uh, no money earned in two years and three signatures from the class letting you back in. Yeah. I think it's crazy that you have to get the signatures. The
0: signature thing is, is absurd. I think, yeah. I think that needs to go because yeah, you, you haven't raced for two years. That's your age. That's your class. Yeah. You shouldn't like your competitors have no say in like, yeah, of course. Like if someone fasted, no one's going to want to race you generally.
1: Yeah, of course really weird it's
0: ridiculous i think
1: yeah um if the rules if the rules are that though and by the sounds of it i guess the the three signatures didn't happen i think that's why people like there was i think that's where things took a turn we're gonna say that
0: okay so i'm how can they let how can she be allowed to race and then be pulled out before day two semi
1: so here's what i'm here's what i'm reading and here's what i'm taking from it so they let her sign up I think they forgot to do the signature thing, but because she's been out of the sport for two years, she was doing it for fun. She hasn't ridden her bike in two years. She's had a baby, what, six months ago, was it? She's Nine a months fucking, ago. She's
0: had a fucking baby. Yeah, yeah,
1: rode her bike once or twice, I think before the Grands, because there was a bet with her one of her friends to, to race the Grands, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I think they, it, they just let her sign up. It wasn't a big deal. And I don't know if people found out that she didn't get the signature, so I don't know how this part is, but apparently people were going and they were... Petitioning, getting signatures to kick her out of the race. Something like this. Something like that.
0: Appalling. I think that's appalling. I think it's absolutely I, absurd. You can't stop someone once the race is started. You can't kick somebody out of the class. She's yeah. traveled to Tulsa. She's traveled to Tulsa to race. Yeah. The race has started. She started to qualify. At that point, it's too fucking late. You could do it with something before the next race if you want to do it, but you can't kick her out like no. the morning of. <laughs> that is maybe one of the most absurd things I've ever seen in in racing. Absolutely insane, right? Absolutely. It doesn't insane. matter. It doesn't matter if people are complaining about it. Too bad the race has already started. You can't change it at that point. No, hundred percent. What do you do? Just right? like she's. What if it was later? What she's just about to get in the gate for the semi, and you just tell her she can't ride? Yeah, it's like that's like, basically
1: what happened. I think she. I think she 100%. did her first round, and then second. No, day she's already qualified. Gonna, yeah, yeah, they were like, like, gonna, like let her ride the second day or something, and then. Like I think she posted about it. Everyone started seeing it. And the girls that weren't part of this petition thing that obviously had no fucking clue what was going on, because I'm sure like m- there's a majority of those girls have no idea. They're not, they don't care that right, riding. Mm. They probably love yeah. that more eyes are on their class even maybe. Who knows? But anyways, so three of the girls did just step up when they, I think they saw her post and were like, okay, we'll sign the petition then. You're good. Like, you're, you've clearly been out of the sport for this long. Like here, come race us kind of thing.
0: She raced the rock.
1: Did she race the rock too?
0: I think so. Was okay. she holding up a third place ticket? I think she got third at the rock.
1: Uh, then maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So,
0: um, but yeah, just one of the, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. So like, weird, the, dude. It's like, it's too bad. Like, yeah, she's fast. Of course she's fast. She's one of, she was one of the best riders in the world, but like too bad. Yeah. She's, that's, that's her age group. Like it's her age group. Yeah. Like you can't kick her out cause she's fast. No, like it doesn't work like that. It's, like, it's called racing. I just yeah. just don't get bitter; get better.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, you need a USA BMX reclassification application, pro to amateur thing. You need the signatures, three signatures on it. Crazy.
0: So, if that's the case, then it was a the USA BMX needed to tell her before the race that should have all been sorted, and it would have been a yes or a no. Yeah. So but once the, has started, up. once the race is started, once the race is started, you can't stop it. That I think that's a huge miss.
1: Um, yeah, that's just, that's just a tough look all around. Like that's just not good.
0: No, I mean, so. <laughs> oh boy, BMX. that was, that was something I love it. Sometimes eh?
1: I love how it just, that came out of nowhere too. I only randomly saw that. Like, I think it was, was it today, yesterday? It must've been yesterday. So that was something. Um, let me get to a couple other randos here. Um, dude, did you see the guy in the, one of the older amateur, I think it was the last race of the day dude threw an elbow after the finish line
0: no fucking way like to a guy in yeah. his race
1: check uh i didn't see this let me let me make sure 15 bmx posted about it and then i saw the video so i guess this guy wasn't happy with somebody else cutting him off in the race or something apparently it might have been accidental i'm sure it was i mean these guys are racing they're getting loose they probably yeah they don't know like what's going on so anyways come across the finish line the the guy who did got the squirreliness going oh yeah i'm I'm watching oh yeah he's got squirrelly took somebody out i think anyways he's sitting after the finish line catching his breath probably getting his uh his little paper slip guy comes behind him and just throws an elbow into his back it's just kind of like a fuck you i bet like that's kind of the elbow you can see like out of nowhere the guy's just sitting there guy just comes through throws an elbow pretty good elbow and then just rides off pretty wild dude like
0: absurd like like, how old those guys like what 50
1: 56 and over expert
0: so guys, it's 56 and over, boys. What, what, what are we doing here, boys?
1: Things, I mean, things get heated in sport. That is part of it. Like you see guys in the elite class get go at it. And we kind of, I think we're, I'm very much all about it. Like, you know, if you're upset about something, get in their face, get after it. But I mean, 56 and over expert guys, I mean, we're racing for fun out there for one thing. If you're going to get mad at somebody, don't throw an elbow and run away kind of thing, you know? And I think the guy apologized on social media after, but still, I mean, we're going to talk about it. Like, that's just crazy.
0: Just running hot.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> these guys put a lot into it too. Who knows how much they put into it. You never know, you but You gotta fucking yeah. love
0: the passion. You gotta love the passion <laughs> though. In a way, You, know? you, you gotta do. love the passion.
1: Yeah. They're not here to just, you know, dink around. They want, they care about it. I think mean, like, that's cool. You gotta have something you care about and you do. So. another um,
0: you we're gonna talk about Sean Day's whole shot. Yes. Grant's name. Holy fuck. We're talking four bikes into the first corner.
1: Dude, that's. I've never, I've never seen somebody in a grand's race hole shot by that much in my life.
0: That was, that was unbelievable. How did he, like, how, how was he that much pull faster? From, pull from like the first jump to the second. Like he was obviously ahead of the first jump, but the yeah. pull from the first jump to the second jump, dude, he put in like three bikes in that area.
1: Dude, absolutely crazy. Isn't it? Like, and I saw a yeah, semi, I watched powerhouse. the semi and
0: it wasn't that,
1: there wasn't like a huge gap like that in the semi. He, <laughs> he won clearly, but there wasn't that. And then all of a sudden the main, he just stomped yeah. it.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah, man. He's an, he's super impressive. Really powerful. Great rider. Obviously national number one boy nag five winner had a fucking unbelievable weekend dream weekend really As an amateur. You couldn't, you can't ask for anything more. No. Um, it'll be cool to see him at 17 to 20 next year, as well as racing junior, especially being a home world in rock Hill. That's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, that'll be really cool. Yeah. He'll be, yeah. that'll be world exciting champion for him. In, yeah.
0: Like world champion heading into junior. It's, it's awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, one of the guys in that same race, um, it's hard to see in the, vi- I don't know which video, I don't know I'm looking at my own video. Um, the dude, so there's a blow up in the first turn, like a huge crash, obviously. One of the guys mid pack has to, he bunny hops two people to continue in the <laughs> race, dude. He, he bunny hops like a guy in a bike mid mid corner and then just continues on the race. I thought that was sick.
0: Those situations always show like incredible bike control. The ability to be turning, oh. In a dirt turn and bunny, like it's it's crazy that people can do that.
1: So cool that BMX skills are insane. Um, there was a guy in the forty six to fifty cruiser. Some guy sent us a video in the cruiser class. Um, kind of got pushed up wide in the first turn. Hadn't ever hit the pro set. I think the guy's fifty years old. Dude sent the pro set in the cruiser class. Fifty years old, badass. Made it through, no problem. Like jumped it, no problem. Unreal.
0: On a cruiser, that's (laughs) terrible. That was sick. That's just (laughs) buttska city.
1: Yeah. So don't be going short on that one.
0: Um, shout out Mattia! Shout out Mattia Ferlin in Vet. I think it was the, oh it was the most spectacular God. night. <laughs> Semi final gets pushed in the pro set. Hasn't done the pro set ever. Sends it over. Jumps the first one so bad he lands almost in the lip of the second one, and it- still makes it to the pro <laughs> section without killing himself. Well done.
1: He was closer to tripling into the pro set than he was to casing the actual pro set jump.
0: I think. I don't know if I could do that. That would be so. Scary. You're just complete guesswork. Complete and utter guesswork.
1: Especially when, like, think about when you do a pro set for the first time. Are you going to 100 percent balls out at no, that thing? Never. No, never. You're
0: going nine. You're going like comfortable 90 percent fast cruising. You've watched guys. You're kind of like gathered yourself. You got to wind up. He just all of a sudden, you know, they just threw him in the pro set, and he's like, "All right, well, sink or swim here. We're going full gas.
1: <laughs> We're going hundo p at it." And I'm just gonna he's just gonna take it upstairs and just sends it, dude.
0: <laughs> oh my, the chance of you getting a clean just are just I mean remote.
1: Dude, how do you know what how much to push through? I mean, I think you should have pushed through a little bit more, but you just have no idea.
0: <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, for sure. He have <laughs> but not also, real. like if it's your first time, think about it. You are probably not going to push through because you are probably worried more about casing than you are over jumping.
1: True, one hundred percent. I mean, that's
0: like, I mean, yeah, you'd rather over jump a, a little bit.
1: Yeah, if you case there is a good chance you don't make it through at all, right?
0: Yeah, or it's just you just have a real bad one. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and last one we gotta talk about uh Oh our guy Chris. Yes. <laughs> it was Chris, right? And, uh, S- it was Square Chris Ryder, yeah. It's Chris just... Sutton.
0: Yep, Chris Sutton.
1: <laughs> Chris got just absolutely punted over the last turn to
0: absolutely the... <laughs> fucking sent over the full front flip over the box banner. Phenomenal crash. Phenomenal
1: crash. I just love the comment too. You, the post you made. Ass over tea kettle. That is strict, that is straight up ass over tea kettle.
0: You can't watch that without. Just joy. And like <laughs> I see, I'm not talking about seeing Chris crash, because of course I don't want to see the guy crash. Yeah. But like you can't, you can't watch that crash without laughing. Unbelievable, dude. It is so good. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: there are a couple, if, dude. There are some really good, like uh, let's say rhythm section last turn incidents. What was it? The semi 15 expert, or I mean, it was the quarter. Yeah,
0: Mason Hayes uh cleaned up Felker in the last quarter yeah. and he got up, Felker got up and ran to the finish line and clipped shoes. He got to the finish line in fourth. Because it was for fourth in the semi. They both crashed. Yeah. And then you could just see cross the finish line just in exhaustion, co- like go yeah. to his knees. <laughs> yeah. Imagine after a full lap, you got to sprint over the jumps and clip shoes.
1: No, thank you, dude. My feet, would I would blow an ankle so easily. Are you kidding me? Crazy. God, they,
0: the last turn at the Grants is just fantastic. It really so is. Uh,
1: and then let's finish it off with this. Just, uh, you know, some good or wholesome content from the, uh, what is it? The five and under inner class. They had four people in their quarter, four people go down or three people go down in the rhythm section and it's just a battle for them to get up and still qualify.
0: <laughs> Tim Riley's on the bike. He's like, they're all going. They just got to get up and finish. <laughs> He's the first, the kid in third. It was the kid in first? I can't remember.
1: If it was the kid in first? Kid or in, uh, I'll, I'll watch it here. He's kind of in
0: first and he kind of slides back to second, yeah, he but then swaps, loses it. He, he loses it, swaps left, Yeah. kid in second hits him and then the kid in third hits both of them and he does <laughs> goes just full over the bars in the rhythm section. <laughs>
1: Oh my God, dude. It's so good. I, it's hilarious. I
0: think probably because they're five and under two and they crash, they probably think they didn't make it also. So they're probably like crying because it hurts and then crying because they think they didn't make it. And they're yeah. like, no, 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 just finish. You're good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just, just get up. You're fine. Just keep going. You'll, we'll make it.
0: God, the labs, and I think it's happened to all of us. When you crash and you get up and you still make it, it's like a Christmas morning.
1: Unbelievable how good of a feeling you're You just know you just got gifted something that you're not going to get it for a long
0: time again. <laughs> you stole one. You stole one. <laughs> Straight
1: up, just took it and stole it and walked away.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Want to get into the night show, dude? I do. Yeah. We
1: got it. There's a so, lot of good stuff. So yeah.
0: Lot of lot of good lot of good stuff here. Let's talk about the intro first. What USA BMX did for the intro, I think, was fucking sick. They tried to do it like more moto style, where you kind of just highlight a few few riders in each class, like the ones that are probably gonna win and or podium, the ones to watch, I guess, so to speak. Yep. I thought they did a really good job, like lights out, have the spotlight on at different points around the track. I think is really good too. Cause the audience obviously in Tulsa is first straight, uh, the end grandstands, which is huge. And then they had grandstands along the the last straight. So it, I think it appealed to people everywhere. Um liked the intro videos. I think the spotlight was a miss. Half the time we didn't know where the fuck the rider was. Yeah. It was coming in at a weird angle, like it was coming in like horizontally. Yeah. And it wasn't very bright. So it's like it was almost like there was a light on but but it wasn't really a spotlight and i don't know the details of how hard this is to do but that part i think that didn't or didn't really work and can can certainly improve but overall i thought the idea for the opening ceremonies was sick
1: dude i loved it it's i think they had that everyone had their own custom like they had their own uh choice of song as well so i thought that was cool and the fact that yeah they walked them out like give people their little like show who the stars are of let's i think it's mainly usab like yeah, USA-based riders, would you say? Yeah, I mean, Joris is yeah, in there, so it wasn't like I mean, USA-specific riders, but you, like the the top people in the classes to look out for.
0: Which I think is what the intro should be. I don't think it should be every single rider. I think it just takes no. way too long, and it's just dead time. Like, no one cares. Just, just show us the top three to five in each class.
1: Yeah, 100%. I agree with that, and uh, I loved it. It's just the spotlight execution will be better. I mean, it's hard, it must be hard because think about a spotlight in a – in a, a hockey arena, it's going to be pretty high up there and you're going to make the place pretty dark. And then even if you're in like a baseball or football, I don't know if they do it there, but you're going to be up pretty high when you have the spotlight. I mean, at that arena, you're not going to have the spotlight high enough to shine down in like that one single spot, I feel like. So that kind of made it works, tough.
0: Couldn't you have a spotlight guy in the top end bleacher? Probably. They probably could like, do I don't that. Know,
1: Yeah, I, I don't know either.
0: In saying this, I don't know how dumb this sounds because I don't know what you... Like, I don't know... I don't know. We don't, I don't know how works. it works. Yeah, no, no. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I, I'm just picturing a guy with a mega flashlight just like shining it down on the track. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you can do that. But I think if that part in, improves, like if you have a, a more powerful kind of concentrated spotlight from higher up, it would be ideal.
1: I love that though. Like, great addition. Uh, Great job, Max, whoever decided to do it and put it on. Yeah. Very cool. So that was... Um, that was awesome. I think people had a tough time seeing it on the live stream. I don't even really know if they did get to see it, but you know, you win some, you lose some. If you're not going to be at the grand, you don't get the cool features that they put on. It just is what it is. Right.
0: I think that's also fine though. Cause like in moto, they don't show opening ceremonies on the broadcast. They just no. show first moto. Yeah. So, good point. Yeah, like, yeah no, yeah,
1: I agree. That's fair.
0: Like, I think the opening ceremonies is totally for the people there. Yeah. Sure. It's like I agree. an ad event. Yeah. It's at the event thing. Um, with that said, I think there was too many lights out moments. Like it got to the point where <laughs> during the rollout, so there's the lights out, I think the rollout may be better with with um lights on.
1: Yeah, okay. That's fair. I mean, I I guess, yeah. It did feel a little redundant that, you know, I guess it's a good thing, but all most pretty much all the people that uh did the we'll call it the walkout at the beginning, even though Pimba Road it's were a little in, much. They were yeah. in the final as well, so they also then rolled out again when they rolled out the pros in the final. So it did feel like a little much, um, the dark, the, you know, going out like lights out does bring the hype, but it just felt like it was, there was a lot of moments like that, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like maybe you do the lights out at the beginning, like keep the intro as is, cause it was dope The opening ceremony. And then I think maybe you just do the helmet gate cam for all the rounds after that, then mm-hmm. like you don't do a rollout because you, like you said, come to think of it. Like cam Joris, all those guys did two rollouts, which you really don't need. Yeah. And I think after the opening ceremonies, you keep lights on for the remainder, and That's you just fair. do in gate shots. Yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That, that could be an option though. I think. Yeah, I think that'd be a pretty good option.
0: Um, but I like it Yeah. USA Banks tried new stuff. I think it worked well sick. overall.
1: Pretty sick. They got Post Malone in there to do a little rapping between some of the yeah, rounds. Yeah, that
0: was Post Malone killed it.
1: That was that was really bitching.
0: So who was the guy? Like who was the guy? <laughs> I don't know. Rapper.
1: I don't know. I have no idea. I bet you. I mean, the guy said he was sponsored by Monster and Fly. I didn't know rappers were sponsored by Monster and Fly. Um,
0: Which is, I mean, if he is, that's fucking sick. That, that is that he's so sponsored sick. Monster and Fly and Monster.
1: Um, yeah. It seems like it seemed like a young guy, you know, getting maybe just you know promoting himself. Helping, loves the sport, maybe so hopping in there in the mix. I don't know. I got to say, for some guy trying to get on the mic mid BMX event, put on a show. I give him credit. He did a pretty good job. I think he did.
0: It'd be be super hard to do. actually perform as a singer
1: so awkward i'm sure the sound is not up to his quality like i'm sure it's hard for him to hear i mean yeah it's hard to understand
0: what he was was hard to understand what he was saying
1: yeah i mean i'm not (laughs) i'm not a rap guy i couldn't understand if it was good music like good good sound so
0: i'm definitely i'm not a rap guy either yeah uh we're we're a pro country podcast (laughs) huge country guys Huge country podcast um (laughs) all right let's get into the racing let's start with elite men um Cam and Joris, obviously it was a Cam Cam Wood, Joris, Day show. Winner take all. They both won their semi. Um Cam needed to win the first semi and he didn't do it. Yeah. I mean or that's, not semi, sorry. First, first main first main.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's start right from the I just want to throw this out right from the beginning because people on the podcast side of things wouldn't have known this because we didn't put the live show out. Um, but day one was huge in the fact of Cam winning the rock ended up making the title, it was a winner-take-all. From what we heard on the day on the day one final, which was the Rock, um, the guys weren't prepared for the gate call to be going, so Joris was a little shocked. I don't think shocked, but he definitely wasn't ready for when the gate went. I think he— did, Yeah. Did Ren Carell say he said something? or so, like?
0: Yeah, apparently the cadence started. Joris wasn't ready because they didn't say, like, okay, guys, here we go, like they normally do. Yeah. And then apparently Joris wasn't ready. The cadence started. He's like, yo, I'm not ready. Stop the gate. And they didn't, and then he got a bad start. Yeah and got third in cam one
1: so first off to me that's just wild that that happens in a pro final uh, especially in such a big one but so cam ended up winning that and yeah closed up the points a ton which was huge um so yeah winner takeoff for for the grand's day they both looked flawless all day long i mean their motors were good um semis were really good and then i would say i felt like I still felt like joris had a little bit of the the edge on cam even though cam won the day before but it was like when we were when we were sitting there you, you're telling me like yeah like Cam needs this first one. If he doesn't win this first one, it felt like it was going to be Joris's to take, right?
0: Yeah. And the reason I say that is because obviously with lane choice at the grands with three mains, you move three, every lap, you move three lanes to the outside. So Joris picked three, six, one, which is generally the first pick. It's somewhat of an advantage in three mains though. Like if it's a one-on-one battle mm-hmm. to pick second because you can pick, you can pick to be inside the other guy twice. And then cam went one, four, seven. So he's going to be inside, um, Joris the first two mains and then he's going to last main. he's going to be in seven and joris is going to be in one so realistically like of course you're going to try to win every main you're probably not going to win the third main from seven when joris is in one so you really gotta you gotta if you pick one four seven you gotta bank on winning the first two mains and then try and just hold on
1: the yeah
0: last main for a second is really the plan at that point um and yeah joris won the first main cam got third actually so at that point it's kind of like well <laughs> You either you'd either have to win the next two mains, which would be tough to win, seven, uh the last one from seven, or you got to you got to try and mix it up into the first corner. That's what he did.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was gonna be tough after that. Getting getting a third, of the first one, you knew he needed to do something after that. That's what it felt like. Those two were, to me, definitely faster than the rest of the guys, which is good for the championship battle. Tough when you need to get guys in between because it just like you're gonna have to make do something a little bit crazier trying to make a move in a turn where somebody can get in between. It kind of seemed like that's what Cam tried to do. I mean, he seemed in that second round when he was kind of inside of Joris, it kind of felt like he knew we needed to win. So he did everything he could to try to put Joris up in that turn. But I mean, Joris closed it down so well.
0: Yeah, like it's probably like, well, look, I'm going to try and win this. If you're Cam, you're probably like, I'm going to try and win this second main straight up. And, and if it's close or you're behind, you got you got to probably push Joris off the track. And I mean, it's for a title. So he sent it That's in right. there. Obviously, he went, to, he went down swinging, move didn't work. Joris, I think, was was too far ahead for the move to work into the first corner anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, Barely, but yeah.
0: And yeah, unfortunately, Cam got hurt. And I really hope he's okay because he just came back from a shoulder surgery. It looked like he hurt the same shoulder. So um, yeah, I hope hope he's not too hurt. Cause yeah he's obviously yeah injuries suck and he's an awesome rider and the everything's better when he's racing
1: it is I mean injuries uh with especially this time of year gonna sometimes you'd say it's an okay time because it's off season but I know coming off an injury and with the Olympics and World Cup qualifying stuff starting so early next year like World Cups being early in the season it's gotta suck so yeah fingers crossed he's all good um didn't actually get to talk to him after so didn't get to see but the kids got fight. I, I love that about him. I mean, he had him and Isaac going at it earlier this year, and they had their their kind of. I I don't know if he would be call beef, but they were going at it good. And I think people, you know, a lot of people, th- I think, thought he was driving in hard, but like he drives it in to a point. Where it was like you got to make an effort, and then it seemed like um, on this one when he when he went in there, it, I don't know if he took a pedal or two, and that's when he he kind of skipped out and ended up going down. It's kind of weird weird situation that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough. I think he'll I think he'll win many. I think he'll win titles in the future.
1: I, I hundred yeah, percent agree too.
0: Probably multiple. Um, I think once you win the first one, it probably becomes a bit easier to to after you learn how to do it. it probably becomes easier to do so.
1: And Jor- I got Joris it. has done it so yeah. many
0: times. He knows how to do it.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, George is just like you're going against a guy who's done this how many times, and he's just he's the, he is the goat. I've mm-hmm. I've said it to myself, said it to people. I'm he's cemented as the goat to me you're going against the guy who's raced the grands better than anybody ever has. I I think so. It's like for him to be that close is really cool. I think, I think he will be able to win playing in the future. Even if George was racing, I just think it's going to take time. You know,
0: I think Joris is certainly the goat. I mean, six USA BMX titles, world, world championships, world cup titles. I saw someone comment on one of our posts, uh, asking this and like, I think, yeah, they mentioned like, will he be the goat if he wins the, if he medals at the Olympics? I don't, I actually, don't think it matters to be honest it, to his like legacy and how people view him. Sure. It would add, it would add another, um, title or accolade, but I don't think he needs to, needs to medal at the Olympics to be considered a, a goat.
1: I think he already is. I don't think it matters yeah. either. I mean, I know. What are you going to do? You're going to take the people that have medal at the Olympics and then put it against like his record. I'm still going to take his record all day long. No questions asked. Like, I think the next person you look at for that status is Maris because he has two golds and he has a USABMX title. Doesn't doesn't matter to me. Like, it doesn't, I just see all George's accolades. Like, you want to just run down the list of, once again, the USABMX titles, World Cup wins, World Cup, like, uh, World Championship wins, like, come on now.
0: Six is fucking absurd. <laughs> That's unbelievable, dude. It's a fake. It's a fake number.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny. Like I mean, we'll get to Elise's number. That's different on a whole new scale as well. But like, dude, six. Like the amount. Of, oh my god, it's crazy.
0: I just saw on Facebook when I swear it, it does the stars. Like for fuck, it just shows four stars <laughs> <laughs> in the caption. Hell yeah! That's
1: hilarious. I never turn uh, that off.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Just just let it run.
1: Okay. All right.
0: The caption. I think the auto-generated captions are good.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, I was going to ask, uh, so I saw in Joris's post, he was kind of talking like, you know, he doesn't know if he's going to do the USA BMX series anymore. Like he, that could be his last run. He doesn't really know. What do you think? You, do you think he'll go for another one?
0: I mean, I'm sure next year he'll go all in, all in on the Olympics. I mean, obviously it's in France. This is realistically his last chance at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he goes all in on that for, and supercross. And then he'll probably reevaluate, but next year is going to take a lot of energy. And I mean, he's going to be 33.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's
0: obviously in great shape, but it's still older, but yeah, that's going to be, it's going to be a lot for him next year. It's going to be a lot of travel, a lot of expectation. It's going to be a wild ride like every Olympic year is. So I'm sure he'll take some time after the Olympics and reconsider what he wants to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I Kind of, kind of how I thought too, there's going to be so much to do. It feels like next year. So tough to fit in a full US IBMX schedule within that.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's not realistic. Yeah. To do both, to to do both in an Olympic year.
1: Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. But <laughs> you guys, everyone, can, everyone can take their guesses.
0: Yeah, uh, Cam Larson, man, he rode really well. We had him on the show uh, leading into the grands. I uh, talked about how he wasn't peaking for the grands, kind of getting ready for next year. But man, he looked fucking good,
1: dude. He did. He was right. Yeah,
0: yeah, right up there with with Cam Wood and, and Joris. And man, it was those three were the fastest three guys there.
1: For a guy who said he was mid mid-off-season grind, like he was just getting back into the off-season grind two weeks before that, so he was going to be in a hole. Guy was fucking fast as shit.
0: You would not have known.
1: You'd have no idea, dude. He was flying. Like, <laughs> no. I mean, uh, the moto semi, like in the finals too. I mean, he was he was making moves in the finals too, like in that that one with Joris and Cam crashing, or Cam crashing, yeah. He like dove under them just last second, was able to miss it, get a win on that moto. I mean, he was moving. It was awesome.
0: Reminded me of 2021 Cam Larson at the Grands.
1: 2021 can which one going at
0: it with going at it with joris
1: oh yeah see there you go yeah 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 Mm -hmm. so that's cool to see i mean i think i mean we keep saying we said it before he's got a really bright future in the sense of he's been we kind of expect him to to win more races or be on more, more podiums in the past year and it feels like he's finding that form of like being able to kind of hone his speed in and not i mean not get caught out in moments where he can't be able to use it you know
0: yeah. And I think this like he's good on these types of tracks. Really? He's got,
1: got good power to weight ratio.
0: Um, Corby. Let's get into Corby. It was a whole thing leading in. There was there was an anti Corbin guy on the Man, show. I just I
1: called it, it wasn't, being in the main. I just absolutely it,
0: called it. <laughs> it wasn't me. We're not gonna say who it was, but it wasn't me. Although with that said, <laughs> when you mentioned you didn't think he was gonna have a great Tulsa, I did agree with you. I don't know why we both thought he wasn't gonna have a great one. We could not have been any more wrong.
1: No, I'm very much, I'll, I'll say it. I was, I wasn't anti-Corbin. I just didn't think, I don't see Corbin as being the guy who comes out to Grands and wins the Grands. And I, I think he gets shuffled into places sometimes where I just don't see him at the Grands. Like you put him on Santiago del Estero. I think the guy's going to win every time you put him on some tracks. I'm like, okay, put him in Phoenix. Dude's going to win the weekend. I don't know why. I just didn't see it at the Grands, but dude, I, as soon as I saw like a couple of motors on the first day in the quarter, I was like, I was dead wrong. Dead wrong on that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, we were wrong. I mean, he was really good. He was really good. <laughs> yeah. Got in the box. Yeah, was right up there. Like, he didn't have quite the speed that the cams and Joris had, but he was the next best dude.
1: He was flying, and he had the he had the sickest kit of the weekend. Lit kit of the weekend goes to uh, goes to Corbin with the white snow camo daylight kit.
0: It was like the Bengals white uniforms.
1: Gosh, it's so sick, isn't
0: it? It is fucking nasty. Those oh, so uniforms
1: good. are sick. I love it, dude. I, if we need, you know what? That's what the award should have been. We we were trying to think of an award to do last minute. Should have done a lit kid of the weekend award.
0: Yeah. Corbin he looked good as kid. He looked, he looked great in racing. He had some, some good gas in the tank around the track. Yep. Um, Joey Lito fourth capping off a really good year. Um, really consistent, like had some great results, good showings late in the year to LA and here. Um, yeah, like just overall solid.
1: I mean, he was the dark horse pick. He's been coming onto the scene a lot in the past year, maybe two years, I'd say. So uh, it's really cool to see. I mean, he was able to put it together well. He looked really good in so many rounds. Um, expect I'd see even more from him in the future. I mean, I don't see why he would start slowing down. I mean, he feels like he's just getting going right now, right?
0: No, he's young and he's on the rise. He'll keep getting better.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
0: Uh, three French guys in elite men, I think and th- all three in the main. So there's that
1: crazy, crazy.
0: Jo- Joris, Ren, Corral. And to be honest, I don't, don't even remember the other guys. I can't uh, think of Mateo
1: Claussens Claussens Claussens
0: sounds, it sounds about right. Some he was really right. impressive. Jr. was really fast. I mean, he was kind of, he was kind of laughing after the mains. He's, he's like, I feel like I rode well and I didn't get top three, any, any three of the mains, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but dude, he was like, especially if you look at moto semis whatever he was always starting well i think he was getting beat over the first jump like he was ped- he was double pedal manualing it but he wasn't he wasn't um getting a lot of power to his pedals down the backside. i think the u.s based riders were were more efficient at that which makes sense because they don't do it a whole lot in europe
1: right yeah i, I can kind of see that um
0: that's something i that's something i noticed
1: yeah no and i, I get that as well it's they're not used to that kind of first jump. I mean, look at the look at the the, the last indoor track that Renkrell raced. They had a rhythm section down the first straightaway. Mm, right? Yeah. It's just it's very, very different. Um, but the place that Jeremy was good was his starts, dude. Like, dude, he had a couple in we talked about in the motos where his one, two, three, four, he like gained a whole bike length on somebody in those four pedal strokes. Insane. Oh,
0: he is he is one pipey motherfucker.
1: <laughs> it's absolutely crazy <laughs> how well you like, can just, just stomp him down.
0: God, he's explosive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so nuts, dude.
0: Dude, he doesn't have any weaknesses. He's good at everything. Like he's obviously wasn't the fastest guy there this weekend, but he's good at everything.
1: I mean the first jump. I mean that yeah, if you're gonna say one thing. Okay, yeah, that.
0: yeah. You're right. Pedal manualing, but like I mean, good starter, good pull, like good vision, yeah. good at passes, good in corners. It sucks
1: in that one the this that second main when they all crashed. He was literally dodging them all and then
0: Cam's like bike came
1: back and he smoked him and took him out.
0: <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Oh, yeah. really. uh, that Brutal. sucks. There's an innocent bystander getting cleaned out. Yeah.
1: You want to summon one of his rants who we're talking about like the USA being a little bit USA guys being a little bit better at that pedal manual, uh, case in point, Jeremy Smith, one of the rounds, I think day two round two or something dirty. like that. Dirty, Absolutely dirty. Holy smokes. It was the cleanest yeah. like manual to pedal manual I've, I've seen. I saw the whole time. It was insane.
0: Yeah. You can tell someone like Jeremy is really good at it because it, they're, it looks like a sprint, which is their wheel up.
1: Straight up. Yeah, it's just kind of what they do. It's like Yeah, thing. Where,
0: you, where you can tell a subtle difference is like if a pro's not used to it or they're from overseas and they don't typically practice pedal manuals. Like they'll, their front tire will be too high, so they'll do the pedal manual, but you're kind of just pedaling to pedal without applying a whole lot of power. Yeah. Or it's too low and they bonk it. Like the riders that are really like seasoned at it, it'll be the perfect height and they'll just fucking sprint through the jump pedal manually. Yeah. yeah.
1: I was pretty like pretty surprised so like joris was just doing a uh, a manual to pedal manual as well but i mm-hmm. cam was one of the very yeah, few other guys who was doing the double pedal manual but he dude he was getting it really well i mean some rounds weren't perfect but there was a couple times i was like dude how is he's like he's basically pulling a bike how are not more people not doing this
0: you talking wood or larson wood I think that it was a tough to do that too. Not many people were doing it like pros or amateurs. Most were going most of the, like the guys were going manual to pedal manual. Yeah. It's kind of deep and tall. The first part and probably a lot of room for it, or you didn't have much room for air on it.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess so. Right. So,
0: um, but Cam Wood is really good at it too. Like he's yeah. One of the better guys at it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, not in the main, but Thomas Maturano raced uh elite on. Yeah. He raced elite for the grands and, he didn't make the night show but had some really impressive motos like i think one moto he got second to Ren corral i think it was Ren corral was beside him to the corner showed some good speed um i think he's certainly ready to race those guys
1: i think he's going to be awesome when he starts racing them hey
0: oh fuck yeah he's going to be so good dude. he's already so good yeah like, i was so good
1: i was really excited to see him class class up and i uh i thought he was going to be in the night show i mean he messed up in the quarter didn't get a good one but dude i thought he was going to be in there no problem and mixing up even for a chance in the main I really thought he had that speed, um, so kind of shitty, shitty, to move up and have that happen. It, it's it is what it is. That's what that's what elite racing is. Like it's not going to be easy, even if you're looking like you're on the top of your game.
0: Um, but he's seventeen, yeah, dude, he's, he's seventeen. He's like, fucking seventeen. Unbelievable. Like this kid, like, this kid Thomas Martin is the real deal. He's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna be a superstar of the sport.
1: You know what? You always look at who's gonna be next for <laughs> the title chase, and like right now, if Joris leaves, you know, you, you know, we have Cam and Isaac. Well, what, hap- what What about five years from now? Well, you got Thomas Montrano, I think.
0: Hundred percent, couldn't agree more.
1: Yeah, he's the next guy coming up. It's going to be fighting against them for that title. It's going to be crazy.
0: Just the nicest, most level-headed kid you'd ever meet. Absolute assassin on the track. Good sprinter. Just, I love watching him ride, I, and I can't wait to. See, I can't wait to see what he does in the next few years.
1: Yep. Uh, Mac attacks back.
0: Yes, I mean, he didn't have the greatest mains. I think he ended up seventh. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. He was, in. he um, was
1: had good first rate on that second one. He got caught up in that, that little crash that he had, but yeah, he was, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, he is back. I, I'm really happy to see him back. Healthy. Um, was looking frisky many it. laps. Um, plus he, you know, has a new ride for next year, which I think that can really help. Like if you not even just having the ride, but knowing like a big factory team and company believes in you to invest in you really helps. And like, mm-hmm. and it's, as dumb as it sounds, it, it's, it's important for, for, for people to like feel wanted. Yeah. So I, I think knowing that you have companies that are willing to invest in you, believe in you can really help your confidence, especially as he had kind of a transition year. So I, I hope, and I think he'll be back up to his um, title chasing ways in, in 24.
1: I think so too. I mean, dude, it was kind of a weird situation. We talked about it amongst ourselves that like the guy was up for the title twice and then got an injury. And then all of a sudden he didn't, it's like he didn't have a factory ride. He was riding for 110% nutrition, but it's like it's not a factory team or anything like that and mm-hmm. it's like how is this guy not getting a a deal of some sort? So it was kind of weird, I think. Um and the, in I got to think in his eyes too. It's kind of like, well shit, like what I crash out, I get injured and now it's like, you know, no one's giving me a ride kind of thing. So I hope hope that it maybe sparks a little bit more inside of him. And yeah, cuz I think it's really cool. He's An opportunity to ride. I think he's riding for daylight and 100% nutrition. So it's like, yeah, seems like he's got a good situation now, which is well deserved, I think.
0: And I'm sure a lot of people don't know how bad that injury is. He broke his talus, which is the main weight bearing bone in your foot. I did it at the grands when I was racing too, and had had it operated on. It's it's three months like zero walking before you could even before you could even weight bear in the recovery, and then after you weight bear, get into lifting weights and plows and sprints and all that. It took me like over a year to get back to hundred percent. And I think he's probably still battling to get back to like fully hundred mm-hmm. percent. Sure. You can ride after whatever, four or five, six months, but it takes a long time to get that last bit of power back. So yeah. I think he'll, he'll be even better next year, but it's a, it's a really tough injury injury to come back from.
1: Speaking of, um, speaking of changing teams, we, uh, we, we said on our live show, the silly season talk of Cam Larson, we picked three teams that he, there's a chance he could have gone to, and he's gone to one of them. I'm going to say it on the podcast for now for people so they can take their guess too. Uh, what were the three teams I said? I think it was... I think I said Chase, Answer, Tangent.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, three good teams. He's on one of those, and you know he deserves it.
1: It's just really, very
0: well-deserved. He really does deserve it. Yeah, he does. So. Yeah. So. It'll be interesting to see. I mean... I mean, we know, but we, but we're not going to say.
1: So. Absolutely, it's not our it's not our job to say. We're here to hype it up though when it happens.
0: Uh, that guy's just I love that guy. Dude. Great attitude, good dude. Yeah, he's fun, just fun to hang out with.
1: Yeah, really good time. So, um, yeah.
0: Any any Anything else on the lads before we move to the ladies?
1: Um. Dude, uh, Bicardo surprised me. He didn't make the main at the grands, which sucked. He messed Shipped up his up. semi. I was Shibby, Shibby saw strip. But dude, he fucking laid one. I know it's a B main. Man, he laid one down to the B main, whole shot it, won it. And but it's like I don't normally see Bicardo doing those whole shots and against those guys, in my opinion. So there were really fast guys in that B main still. He whole shotted like them from mid to outside. I was I was impressed. I had to give that shout
0: out. Yeah. Good whole shot in the B main. His first rates have improved a lot. They really have, he's always had good track speed, good race sense but his first race are really coming around and he's he's improved a ton, had to deal with some injuries and setbacks. He told us at the grands too, he's lost 27 pounds. So Crazy. that's incredible. We're gonna it's gonna be coming out on our chatter TV on YouTube. Yeah, we gotta I just remembered that we gotta plug that. It's gonna be a chatter TV. You might have seen the the um the quick kind of real clip we we posted on coffee chat or Instagram, a bit of a teaser, but we'll have the full interviews with um all the riders and people we interviewed uh going up on YouTube soon. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, baby. Stay tuned. Um, all right, let's get into the ladies. Oh, Canada, baby! Molly Simpson won the grand's elite women third main. Fucking nasty hole shot from the outside. One sec.
1: One sec. Oh no, it's the wrong button. Hold on. Just
0: hold the phone here. too. there it is. There it is. That's the applause
1: button going off from Molly Simpson right there.
0: That third, that third main was nasty. Dude. the whole genre was savage
1: unbelievable i mean she was flying all weekend i think an early call was she was going to win the rock and she didn't she kind of i think got a bad start got kind of shuffled back a little bit maybe a third or fourth or i think it was fourth and um brought brought the house on on sunday two and for the grants dude she was flying um it kind of felt like she was going to be the one to challenge Elise all weekend long and then mm-hmm. to do it in the grands, the last two races one, wins both of them and like you said the sec the third one absolutely pop one off from the outside and took it home was was really cool to see and especially as a canadian like she's just holding the flag high for canada right now
0: mm-hmm. i think she's made to win a usa BMX title she's light she's super powerful good starter she's really excels on these types of tracks there's no reason she can't win multiple of these
1: no i, th- I feel like she's built just like elise too and she kind of rides similar, Very similar too, right it's like yep. her gate form to me is similar the way she sprints on the bike i feel like is similar and it's like that's what you need on this USA BMX track. You need to be light, strong, good power to weight ratio, get down the first straight well, and then just like be able to ride your bike around the rest of the track. And like, they do that very well. And I think she's up for a title next year.
0: If 10%.
1: if she races the USA BMX races, yeah, she's up for a title of next year. Yeah. I like think
0: she, obviously she's, she's going to focus on the O show next year. So I don't know if it'll be next year, but the next few years, yeah, she'll, I think if there's one person to beat Elise and if Elise keeps going, I think it'll be Molly and, yeah, even if Elise doesn't, I think Molly's gonna be the next person to win. Yeah, I think Molly's the next non-elite non. I think Molly's the next person in elite women to win a title besides Elise. I'll put it that way.
1: Stamp it. I agree with it. Stamp it.
0: Like hundred yeah. percent. I would bet a lot of. I would bet a lot of money on that happening.
1: The only person in Canadian history to win a pro title is Samantha Cools. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it could be two. Could be a two if Molly can, you know. Do it, it will
0: be. It will be. It's just a matter of time. Matter of time. So. um yeah. Jumbo.
1: Speaking of speaking of winners, though, I mean, at least <laughs> eleven and eleven, dude. Number
0: eleven wins in, eleven. Titles. In other news, in other news, fucking eleven titles. What kind of joke are we playing here? What kind of simulation are we in? <laughs> it's,
1: it's absolutely. You think six is a funny number in the guys? Well, 11's just a, a video game number by Elise.
0: Is Elise the goat of women's racing?
1: Hundred percent. She is. To me, she is. I mean, I know. Oh, ah, see, fuck. And then I think see, Mariana, and then I think three I Olympic medals, not just two. I see three Olympic medals, World Championships, and World Cup wins. So,
0: yeah, but it's kind of the same as Joris and Maris. I really. know, but
1: Joris, yeah, I mean Maris doesn't have as many.
0: So Maris has two golds in Olympics, plus one USA BMX title, plus like World Champs and World Cup. I mean, it's it's kind of a similar thing. How many World three Champs has,
1: is, has Maris won? World Champ wins.
0: I think oh8 and oh eight and twenty ten, right? Okay, so yeah,
1: that's that's correct. So two. <laughs> two golds to that and one USA. And it's hard to like, cause I don't know which level to put everything on. So Joris has two world champ wins.
0: So he's got, um, 11 and 16, 11, 16, yeah, 11 and
1: 16, 18. He ended up getting nipped. He wait, got wait, that. does he have, does he have a third time trial? He has a time trial one. Uh, I would no.
0: not that it doesn't Not that it doesn't count, but it doesn't, we're it not is counting that in the race
1: think. discussion. No. Yeah. 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 Um, I think he only has, I think he has the two.
0: Okay. Cause
1: 2020 unique one. Well, sorry, that's 2021 unique one, twenty twenty two. 2022. Uh, yeah. He podiumed and then, yeah. So this past year. Yep. Yeah. Um, but so, so he has two of those. He has six of these titles of USAB max titles. And then he has so many world champ podiums and like world cup wins. Now it's just, Yeah. It's just different, I think, than than Maris, where Mariana, I guess, has two Olympics golds plus a silver, plus a couple world championships.
0: Right? Plus It's kinda of, it's kinda of weird in a way because like Mariana's never lived in the US really. Like she's kinda of just come and done the series. Right. But she's not really like she's not really like a part of the series.
1: Right. You know, That's like true. year yeah.
0: after year after year. So it's almost like comparing apples to oranges, in a sense.
1: No, it's, I mean, it is different, yeah. I, I, it's 100% different, yeah.
0: I don't know the win World Cup tally between Mariano and Elise. I, I couldn't tell you. I, I should.
1: I could try to look right now, but...
0: Yeah. They both have won multiple World Championship titles.
1: True. Yeah, what, they both won two? Elise
0: has, well, Elise has two, what, Rock Hill and Zolder, I think. Is that right? Elise has Rock Hill's,
1: Yeah. Zolder, I think but, it's Did she win one have, before that?
0: Can't tell me uh, her first one was Rock Hill, was it? Sixteen, she didn't. Fifteen. Where was it in fifteen? Zolder, Older. nope she didn't. Fourteen, Rotterdam, no. Nope. Thirteen, Auckland, no. Nope. I think it was her first. Wow. Rock Hill. Well, how about that? How many does Mariana have? Uh
1: women's World Championship wins. Mariana Pone. Uh this is the problem. Say it says four, but um, this including juniors. Trial? It's including juniors.
0: Okay, that's not count.
1: Yeah, so then even Elise Elisa says two. So
0: Mariana's probably got what, three then? Three? Or are they counting time trials also?
1: No, I don't think it's time trials on here. Mariana, she only has two world champ wins, right? 2011, 2016. Oh, did she win 2014? No.
0: Rotterdam. Who won in Rotterdam?
1: Was it? It was Was Did Caroline
0: win in Rotterdam? Was it Caroline or no? Where did Caroline win? We just fucking had her on the show.
1: Caroline won in 2013. No, sorry, sorry. sorry 2011. Right. 20, 2011.
0: Um, Copenhagen? No. No, I don't think Caroline won. She won in 13. I think she won in Auckland, 13. Was it in Auckland?
1: Yes, thank you. God, there you yes, 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 yes. Thank you. There we real go. real tough. Gosh, what we've a, gotten tough a little
0: off talk to- We've gotten a little off topic for the Grand Show, but I like it. I don't care. Go. You know, the Go Talk is very fluid. Like a few years ago, it was between Maris and Sam, and now we just say undeniably it's joris go ahead I know yeah, you're, yeah you're
1: three that's three for mariana she won 2014 that's what she okay. did she won so 2014 three world,
0: three world champs um two golds and a silver at the o show plus a usa bmx title i don't think she's focused a lot on the usa bmx title so you know she never like lived in the u.s and did it like year after year after year right so I guess it really depends what you value but I mean fucking 11 times is wild
1: it's just you can't get over eleven. you can't tell <laughs> me wild. for eleven years Elise has been you know winning what though USA we're also title.
0: we're also not considering Laura who won was who's won whatever 31 world Cups whatever that number is
1: yeah that's just crazy not to put her in the mix of that conversation too
0: that's
1: mm-hmm. just I'm just gonna go to her thing too I wish yeah so
0: the women ones is the women discussions really interesting.
1: I'm just scrolling down the World Cups right now, and I just see so many ones, dude. Mm, It's crazy. Yeah, Yeah, so it's it's there's a big discussion there for sure.
0: Yeah, so very fluid. We'll bring it up almost every show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Delaney, Delaney Vaughn, second at the Rock. I was just pumping my chest, just dividend city. (laughs) I looked fucking intelligent. I looked smart. I looked like a financial advisor. Didn't happen. Didn't happen at the grants. No. Um, didn't happen. You still look smart, didn't though. Happen. She kind of just got caught up everywhere. It kind of just didn't happen. You know, like not that she was slow by any means. No. It kind of just, I think one main, she got kind of really screwed down the second straight and like three people passed her. I can't remember. Maybe it was the first. I think it was the first main,
1: actually. Right. Okay. It was just BMX. Um, it felt like she just got BMXed a little bit. I know.
0: Like kind of, she did totally did get BMX, and that's yeah. too bad because she was going really fast.
1: Yeah, she was. She was flying the first day. She looked great in some of the rounds. Um, yeah, that's just BMX though. I mean, she didn't get out of the gate a couple of times, got pinched. There's some other girls that were just faster down the first straight, and then she didn't couldn't really you know, open her up to do anything. So, I'd still hold stock though. Absolutely, Absolutely
0: hold stock. holding stock. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I'm selling. You're
1: not getting you're not getting
0: rid of that stock. Are you crazy? No, fuck no. Blue chip. I mean, it's come on poised for growth. Come on, poised now. for growth. Yeah. Uh, Laza bear, Lauren Reynolds, fucking one of the low key best performances of the weekend finished third. Um, didn't have it the first day kind of didn't have it earlier, earlier in the round. Saturday was just kind of making it by thirds and fourths all day. And boy, did she show up for the night show? The lights come on and bear came out to play. It's unbelievable. Dude. She <laughs> talk about a fucking performer. Honestly, that's a game time player right
1: there. That's a game time player not feeling it early in the day, you know, the day before it's not really, it's just not going our way, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Night show rolls around, she sparks up, puts it down, gets a third place in the Grants.
0: That's when you know someone's a true champion, when they're like not feeling it, maybe don't have their best stuff. It's kind of not, it's kind of just blah. But then the lights come on, it's game time, and Law's delivered. I think probably one of the better podiums she's ever had.
1: Probably, yeah. I would say yeah. so too, right? Yeah. Especially with three
0: mains. Like you can't fake it in three mains.
1: No, you know, you can't. You got too many, there's too many other people that are just, yeah, can get in between you there. So that's an absolute gamer.
0: One one main, you can kind of duct tape it together, but three mains, you, you gotta show up. You gotta. You got to, right? So <laughs> yeah, so so stoked for her. Thirty two years old, podium Easy. at the ground. No, <laughs> that that clip was fantastic. That was awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, great for laws. Answer S Square, get yours today. Get your
1: stay, NGBX.com. That's cool. Clean One.
0: Yeah. Um, Lexi was solid too. Uh, I think she ended up eighth in the main. Obviously, wanted more, but good year for Lexi overall. I think she improved quite a bit, gained a lot more confidence, and is, um, yeah, just kind of a regular in the mains now battling in there.
1: Feels like she stepped up her game I, 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 a lot. I'll say the whole year, yeah. especially the second half of the year. So, really cool to see. And then to see she's riding for Supercross next year. So, she cut herself a new ride. I mean, um, congrats. Good for her. It's, well deserved, I'd
0: say. Oh, yes. Just saw it today. It, it is well deserved.
1: Yeah. So I feel like, um, with the team she's right has been riding for, isn't a factory team by any means. So, um, it sounds like she's been, I think I saw her post, she's been riding for them for a long time. So you get the opportunity to ride for a factory team now in the elite class. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. I think Gordy's is AZ based. I think it's based in Phoenix. I think so, so I'm sure right? Yeah. Her for a long time. And yeah, it's well deserved for her to be in a big factory team. So congrats, Lexi. Um,
1: uh,
0: Felicia, kind of, I mean, she was fast, but I think, um, didn't quite have the pace of Molly and uh, and Elise.
1: No, especially because, I mean, the last half of the year she looked a lot better than what we were kind of mentioning earlier in the season. So we're expecting a little bit more. Fortunately, just didn't have it in the in the finals there, but not really. From what I gather, from the intel, I gather I won't say anything public. I think intel. next year is going to be, uh, I think she's going to be ready for the the World Cups come next season.
0: I hope so. Yeah. yeah I she hope needs
1: so. an off season under her belt and she's going to get it now. So it's going to be good.
0: Time to, time to go in the Hurt Locker for a couple months.
1: Oh, it's about that time here. year. How much do you not miss that?
0: You know what? Yeah, the training was really tough, but I also it's fun in a way because it's like you don't have any racing. It kind of doesn't matter if you're tired. It doesn't matter. You just fucking, you just put the walls up and just hammer through the winter training. It's kind, It's like almost more chill in a way because you, yeah, I don't know. I, it's different. And I, I liked it too, even though the training at times was just, oh, so hard.
1: When someone's the problem is when someone says off season training to me, I instantly go to like five to 10 rep squats, just pretty much as heavy yeah. as possible. And I'm just Hurting. like, no, that's I hate that. So that's what I think of that makes me hate it. But you're right. The fact that when you the times you can just go in on training, no races, put some work in that's as an athlete, you love those times.
0: You just taco yourself.
1: Yeah, you do. It's, nothing's on the mind other than how hard am I going to push myself in this tr- this session now and then just go chill for hours later.
0: All right. We're going to wrap up the pro talk here. We're going to give each rider a letter grade. It's going to be based on their performance at the grants. Okay. Okay. Yep, sure. So we're, we, we'll each give them a letter grade. Joris. A plus. A plus. Yep. Wood. It's tough. It's like it's it's like you studied hard, A-. you killed the first first half of the test, but then you just you just you know second half of the test didn't happen. Uh, we're going A minus, yeah, A minus. We'll go A minus. I agree. Yeah. Um, Cam Larson.
1: Um. Fuck. I give an A. I'm not going off. I'm not going off what I what their result is. I'm going off their situation, what I think they've done in the year, and then how they performed comparatively speaking to what I would expect them to.
0: I'd go A as well. I think yeah. he performed exceptionally. Yeah. Corbin. Oh, a
1: plus, baby. <laughs> going A plus? No, maybe not A plus. I'll give him. I'll give him an A though, because I didn't expect him to be. I'll be honest. I didn't expect him to be battling like he did some of the time. So, and that's a little high. A minus. A minus.
0: I'll go B plus. I think he was solid right there. Yeah, was was really good. Nice. Joey Lido. Uh, I'll give him a B. B plus. Yeah. I'll give him an A. I think he. I think he maximized himself. I mean, it was good. would have been tough to beat those other guys. I think he performed very well.
1: Yeah, good. That's fair. Jr. Um. B plus. Yeah, B plus. I think he, yeah, he didn't get it in the mains when he wanted, but dude, uh, just, I don't know. He's one of those guys coming up from Europe right now. You don't expect him to be, you know, I didn't expect him to be battling with the top three guys personally. So the fact he popped some rounds off, I thought was still good. So that's why I say B plus.
0: I'm going to go B minus. I think he was good. I don't think he was, had his, I don't think he was like all systems go. Yeah, fair. So I'll go B minus. Um, Give me somebody, Josh
1: McLean. Yeah, give me some perform bad. Uh Josh didn't perform bad. So he's um
0: I'm going I'm going C plus.
1: Really? C plus?
0: I think he was I think he was like pretty good, but I think there's a he can do a lot better.
1: Yeah, I think just for the year he's had and us not seeing him, I didn't expect him to be in the grands final. I didn't expect him to, to win the races he did. So I'll give him a B plus.
0: Thomas Maderano.
1: B. I think that one race I saw was fantastic. I mean, he just got screwed in the ne- the the semi or the quarter. So I only got to see him those two times personally. I, that's all I saw.
0: I'll go, I'll go B plus. I think he was really good. Just didn't didn't do enough to get an A. I think an A would have been making the night show. A plus would have been making the main.
1: Hundred percent. Yep.
0: Um. All right. Let's roll to the women. Yep.
1: Um. Elise.
0: Uh. A. A. Yeah, I think A, Molly. I, I think I'm going
1: A plus. Where do you go, Molly? I'll go. Yeah, I'll go A plus.
0: Delaney, it's a tough one. Uh, C plus. Oh wow, hard well, marker. Well, yeah. I, I mean, like I it. I dude. I know, s- it's a, yeah.
1: I saw she was flying. I really thought she was going to be a battle for the top podium. I just, I, yeah, that's all. Maybe be then. Yeah. Don't make me feel bad here. No, you can't change. It. I have high standards for her. I think she's fantastic. So no,
0: I know. I I think. Yeah, B minus. I think it was disappointing. Grants. She was yeah. fast. Showed some good speed early, but yeah. That's yeah. Fair, yeah. Um, laws of Bear.
1: A. Yeah.
0: I think A also because she fully maximized herself.
1: Put it together in the night show.
0: hundred percent Great performance. Um, Felicia.
1: Mm. C plus. C, C plus. I'm going C. Okay.
0: Yeah. I, I think I, there's a there's a lot more. I need as, as a teacher, and if she's a student, I need to see more in the paper. I need to see <laughs> I need to see some more substance. I need to see some more. I want to really dive deep into those topics. I mean, you just kind of touched on the topics, touched on the paragraphs. Did kind of the bare minimum. I need to see more in depth. There's way more in there beneath the surface. I need to see.
1: Dude, hundred percent. And she showed it. Showed it a couple of races ago. She's got it in there. So that's why. You know, it's just one of those ones she didn't bring it all out again. But it, like I said, I think there's some things going on that by next World Cup she'll be back at that that A range.
0: One person we didn't talk about that that was right there is Rachel Mydock.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I didn't really. I can't really remember, so I don't know what letter grade to give her. What do you think?
0: I think C-plus, like average, solid. She's a staple on the USA BMX series. Yeah, like I'd say, like kind of, yeah, average there. Yeah, Yeah. C-plus.
1: I'm just trying to read some of the comments here. There's a lot of good comments going on in the chat. Dude, our chat's popping off on Facebook. Yeah, chat's
0: bumping. We should have been multitasking more. We got 74 comments we haven't read quite a lot, I feel like, on a live. We're not not going to get through to those. Next time, we'll be able to... I think more effectively go through the comments
1: yeah people are replying to people's comments on
0: here love it. i know it's going off it's going off so next time i think we we go through them more Yeah. yeah oh shout out deb simpson on, on the show let's Listen, go listening come on deb <laughs> <laughs> uh like she gave both gave us both a big hug after molly won yeah they
1: were stoked the whole family was. It was so cool
0: oh yeah it's cool big i feel like it was a big family win um lexi
1: um B plus. I think she performed like she has been kind of all year, and that's like good. Um, I think she the the thing is she's been I think to me she's improved so much this year slash the this end of last year that it's almost like you expect even something more to come, but you can't expect that you already improved that much. Like how can you expect even more? You know, at the biggest race of the year. So maybe I could give her higher, but yeah, I'll say B plus.
0: I would I would lean towards a B plus also. Yeah, very good, solid. I think she. I mean, obviously wanted more, so I think that's why I'm not giving her an A, but I think she rode really well. The B-plus is a great grade.
1: We're going to have to do this for riders on their season later, like in another show. This is fun.
0: Oh, I like that. that that'd be yeah. fun. I, yeah. I really like that. So we can maybe do that in the next show or like a year-end wrap-up maybe yeah. we'll do, and yep. we can we can do that. Yeah, and just combine everything. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, Alright, let's get in some questions from the grandstands. Uh, oh, we got a we'll lot. Let's see what we got. Oh, we do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I hear from a lot of people; they fucking love these recap shows. Like, I hear a lot of people; these are like the, their favorite ones.
1: I fucking love it. Let's go, people! Come on! Holy fuck, dude! We got tons. Love you know which you start at the top or the bottom?
0: Okay, from T. I'm I'm a big top guy. You start at the top. Good. I well, I, mean, I
1: send them to myself, so I have to choose. Yes, yeah, so you you go.
0: Okay, from T. O. Josh Larson. Does Elise go for twelve or keep with the perfect eleven for eleven? No, she goes for twelve.
1: Yeah. Uh, do a couple more,
0: so I can figure out where you are. From Spro, uh, Spro, Sprost and Sean. Will this be on the website? <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about, but <laughs> Facebook, sure. Nice. Uh, from looking to it, who has there won the have. most amount of vet pro titles? It's a good point. I don't know. Carnes maybe.
1: Dude, I, I I saw the list up on the wall. Like they have the USMX posts banners and with all this stuff. I think Carnes had a ton on there.
0: Yeah, he does. He had a shit ton. Jason Carnes, yeah. yeah. c money. Um, I can I can hop in. I'll hop in after. I'm on a roll. I'll do this one quick. I yeah, keep going. Mrs. McClaskey. uh, what if USA BMX formatted the payouts like F1 does? The teams get the payout instead of the riders, and riders got a salary instead.
1: Oh, interesting thought. Hmm. That would force well, that the ride. That, that, that would force sit riders- well with the
0: riders. W- well, most of the pros get a salary too. The yeah. pros already get a salary plus the prize money supplements it. I mean, I think if you did that, what would happen is the teams would get the payouts and then the, they'd give some to the riders, but the teams would probably keep the most. So it would hurt the riders, I think.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't think the series is as tight as the F- formula one. So that's not really an option. There's too much coming and going of riders and people and stuff like that. So I like the idea. I just don't think it would work.
0: Why do you make a pro team championship where it's just like, I don't know. Two guys, one women on the team. It's just a team of three. You have to have sick. a team of three to enter. And then, yeah, it's like team prize money.
1: That'd be awesome. I don't know where they're going to find this extra prize money that they are they have for this and not give to the pros. You know what I mean? But uh, that would be sick. Maybe
0: you gotta pay the team's got to pay to enter, and it goes into a pool. And then, I don't know. That'd be awesome. Something like that.
1: Yeah. That'd be that'd so be cool. much fun.
0: I don't know how exactly you'd structure it. Chase but... would
1: finally have to pick up a female.
0: <laughs> yeah, It would. <laughs>
1: Uh, all right, Red Rider 33. Oh, just uh, there it is. Why did Harry Larry blast that dude in the?
0: Oh, it was Harry Lear. He he needs to know better. He needs to know like, better.
1: Oh, is that the guy who did the the elbow?
0: He needs to know better. Yeah. If oh, okay. it, I didn't realize it was him. Yeah. He needs to know better than that.
1: I think the guy apologized. Uh, so,
0: from Red Rider 33, why was there so much carnage this year? I don't. I don't think there was like a ton of carnage. Did you? Not more than usual. No, huh. I, I didn't feel like there was like an overall ton. Like there was crashes, but. Definitely not more than usual. No,
1: yeah. Uh, from Coach Brandy, to Tori, hit up Whataburger. Fuck no. Never go. I've never been to that place. I did go I don't to. Sh- want to go to that
0: place? I did go to Shake Shack in Denver Airport. You it's son very, of a. You, oh. It's just very mediocre. Don't it's not very even good. stop. Stop. No, it's not. It's nothing special. Don't make Indian me kick you way off the Zoom right now. There's been so many more better burger just, places. You're
1: going there. into an airport. Airport Shake Shack. What do you expect?
0: You're not going. Yeah, I probably need to go to. A, yeah. Okay. I need to go to a real one then, yeah, I yeah. guess. Let's go with that. Um <laughs> scrolling, scrolling, you're... scrolling. Must be oh, from um Lucas out. Must be the grands with most Canadian writers. Canadians fucking killed it. The um, I don't know how to say Barrett and Styles. Is that how you say their last name?
1: The Styles Brothers, yeah.
0: Yeah, dude, they both almost won. They got first and third, I think.
1: Dude, they were flying. That was awesome. They
0: were flying. Yeah. Lower mainland boys from the same area me and James are. That was sick. You just love to see it. So cool, dude. Congrats, boys. Yeah, yeah. we got Man, that, those really are some good
1: it. youngsters coming up for Canada.
0: Dude, we got a lot of good am- amateurs in Canada now. Yeah, um, um scrolling, sh- scrolling. But some of these we've already answered. Oh, That's why we're from, not answering them from from IRBMXUT. Should they stop allowing the stupid signs, riders show in the gate? Absolutely. And the reason being, we can't even fucking read them. Yeah. <laughs> like they're holding up these like little dinner plates and like, we can't read shit.
1: We can't, we can't read it, it, people.
0: I think there needs to be a rule because then they just, they literally just chuck them behind or chuck them to the side. Like you can't read them. It's like, I mean, to create more work for people to clean up, they got to go. It's probably I mean, wave so your hands, do all this stuff, but like you, you can't have a sign. No.
1: If fist bump the buddy next to you, like the little kids did, that was adorable.
0: Love to see it. Just wholesome so, content. So good. Wholesome, wholesome content.
1: From Simon Cooper eighty five, the tire stomp after the finish line, yay or nay?
0: That's become the celebration. I think everybody that won did the exact same thing.
1: I think Joris even did that.
0: I say I never did that. I was a big, I was a big arm pump guy, like a big like fist pump in the air guy.
1: Nice. Yeah. I feel like
0: they, I feel like that's gone away, and it's more the tire, the bunny hop thing. I've never done that one. I, I'm a big believer and big advocate for the fist pump.
1: Just see some good more old fist. school. Pumps.
0: Just a good old school fist pump.
1: We love a good fist pump.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, not quite, not question, but saw Carlos Ramirez without race. Yeah. Carlos got there like at the end of the end of after racing.
1: Did he really, I saw him doing like On an Saturday ad yeah, for sorry. racing his his company. I was like, wait, he, there doing that ad. Did we like, what happened there?
0: Yeah, no, he showed up Saturday. Yeah. So Crazy. I got to hang out with him. They had, bit, what did they great. have? They had Colombian, like
1: some Colombian, uh, games or. Yeah.
0: national. He says national games, basically. National games. Yeah, so it's like gotcha. city versus city kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh,
1: we talked about the brick crane reclassification fiasco so that's good
0: oh this is a good one from will hamington what is the most fair race format one semi one main three semis one main or one semi three mains oh having done them all the one semi one main is like the format you need to use for everything pretty much Mm -hmm. with a couple exceptions i think At the Grands, the three mains is great because it's unique. It's a year-long title, so you have to be very consistent all year and even at the Grands. It doesn't come down to one free clap. So I think the three mains at the Grands is great, and it's kind of iconic. It's just always been that way, and I hope it stays that way. I think, though, for, like, world champs, worlds, nationals, national champs, whatever, the one semi, one main is the way to go. Most exciting.
1: Yeah, you keep it that way. That's where a lot of, like, sprinting sports are at. You would do one race, so you keep it that way. For those events. I
0: also think for the Olympics, the three semis and one main is great. I think that's, that's true, the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I think it's I think they nailed it. Like I think it's really good because the cream will rise to the top. You'll get the best riders in the OSHO. And then one lap, no crap.
1: I think this time around you really will like. I mean, they always it seems like they do, but it's gonna be mixed up. Each semi round is gonna be mixed up. I don't know if we've talked about that, but that's gonna be No
0: way. I didn't know that. Yeah. Don't know if I love it at yeah. all.
1: Yeah, and it's gonna be mixed up based off lap time.
0: So why are they doing it? Why are they changing it? I think because they
1: want more excitement in the sense of like, you always, you're always watching something whereas before you might've got like the four guys kind of winning it or, you know, you already know who's going through maybe. maybe I don't think that, that was, reason. I don't think,
0: th- I don't think that was ever a problem in any of the past Olympics. The racing was always close to coming down to the last one. I got nothing then. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't like this. I'm going to be honest. We're going to talk about it some more. I'm going to dissect it some more. Yeah. Digest it. Don't love it at all. Yeah, we'll talk not about it
1: another all. time. It's not a now moment, but definitely it's something not a now. to think about.
0: Uh last one I see here in the inbox from Brody Deerdorf fifty-six. What class had the best finish in Mains?
1: You know what? I thought the um 20 to 20, is it 2023, 21 to 25, whatever.
0: 21, 20, 21, 25.
1: No, the one before that then. 17 to 20. 17, 20. That one normally is the most yeah. exciting to me. And I thought it was gonna be exciting. Thought they had a, you know, they were gonna have a good battle. Um, Brody Cole ran away with it. Drew Paul got sick over the, the first turn. So it ended up being not super exciting. Um, same thing happened in the 16 class, 16 X class. So I didn't actually find the mains that exciting for being honest. So I, and I didn't watch a bunch of the other ones. I apologize. So that's on me, but you know, <laughs> um, I don't know
0: if we, that was quite a lot. I think we'll just wrap it up there.
1: that uh, yeah. We're, we're, we're like an hour and a half in right now. We've been an hour a, and a half show.
0: On. Lots to talk about, baby. I love the grands come and gone another year great race time to enjoy the holiday season
1: it's christmas time baby
0: it is christmas time um we're going to look to have a great guest on next show to catch up with their fantastic season so stay tuned
1: stay tuned everybody thanks for listening thanks for everyone joining the live show third annual going to be fourth annual next year bigger better all the works um
0: snap on green snap on green folks see you next week Yeah, well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter? Get off my back. (laughs) um. You have to be fast in the truck.
1: I hate that guy.